0: dream is dawning,
1: held in the holy waters. a global community of empathy and intelligence. We walk with one vision, enter the temple. In this conversation, I'm speaking with Rosie Seavers. A year ago, Rosie, along with her seven best friends, bought a home together. They have birthed an alternate blueprint for living. For like-minded humans ready to experiment with cohabitation. Rosie Severs is a yoga teacher and trainer of teachers at Ohio Yoga. She's also responsible for training people and culture at CoLiberate an incredible organisation founded by badass women who are on a mission to help every single New Zealander have a trusted someone who can notice when they are not doing okay and can reach out to help them connect with the right support. In her daily life, Rosie is a curious explorer of the psyche, soma and relationship and is a part of a co-housing experiment who have affectionately named themselves the Kora Kora Space Programme.
0: I want to acknowledge the land we're living on, the hills of Korokoro and Te Awa Iwi, who are the Tangata whenua, the people of this land, the harbour that we look out to, Te Whanganui Atara, the Te Awa Kairangi River that runs nearby and feeds the harbour. Ai yo ki te rangi, ai yo ki te papa your King Modi Peace to the sky. And peace to the earth. And peace to all beings that live in between
1: the breath of life. Rosie, thank you for being on the Temple podcast. I would like to open this conversation by acknowledging that you and your brothers and sisters have birthed a blueprint for people to live and navigate a different way of life. This emerging reality now sits in the collective consciousness for others to step into. You have broken the constructs of normal reality in deciding to co-own a home together. Mm. I want to explore with you everything from what what the banks want to hear to the the processes that you have brought into the home to navigate these spaces mm-hmm. so i'd like to start with the more with the more practical side of things and i know your brother rupert has written two very in-depth Uh, articles about the process of you both buying the house and living together and the process that came about but I would like to know on the financial side of things I read that a lot of you got your superannuation out Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then decided to put it into a trust and what was what was that process like what was that if we can go back to the initial spark or the initial conversation that led to all of you deciding that this was your tribe and that the super was going to be how you guys were going to make it happen. Can you just explore that process for us?
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, so rather we haven't actually put the super or uh, in New Zealand, uh, we call it Kiwi saver. We haven't actually put that into a trust, but rather we've put it onto the mortgage so we were able to take that and put that towards our first home. Um, but that that definitely was a decision that we didn't take lightly. Mm. Um, yeah, the idea itself was birthed with my sister Charlotte, um, who is, uh, to me, I see Charlotte as a, a really incredible um, actioner of thoughts. She's got this real skill for having an idea and gathering the people and turning it into a reality. Um, and we were on a tramp. We were tramping this this beautiful seven-day tramp around Lake Waikaremoana. Um, we were out in the bush. This was most of the group, not all of the group. And we've been living together for a while and Various partners had kind of joined the group along the way and Charlotte floated the idea of buying a house together and um, what that would mean for us in terms of um, not having to pay our rent to a landlord every week and not having to be accountable to somebody else uh, for knowing when we might no longer have our home or for how long we might have our home and a place that we could really put down roots and grow gardens and have babies and actually uh, create a sense of togetherness in the long term. And, um, yeah, she spoke to us uh, about that on the tramp and i would not really... Consid- I mean, I had considered it before, but I'd n- not really considered it possible um, because, I guess, of the everything we're taught about what is and isn't possible in the world and um, the current structures and systems and uh, how they kind of make it easy to live in one particular way. And then if you want to live in a different way, you really have to carve your own path and, as you said, set your own blueprint. Um, But when she shared that vision, I I was like, oh my goodness, I can, like, I could feel it and I could see it and it felt so right to me and I think, especially in relation to having children, I've had this fear of having children and being alone and being in a house somewhere with just myself and my partner and um, and that that terrifies me.
1: Oh, God, I feel you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, But the idea of living with my friends long-term and creating a community where we can support each other and we can be around each other and we can share the responsibilities and the burdens and the joys of that um, really appealed to me. And still, I think even at that point in the process where I felt everything felt so right, and I was like, yes, this is definitely what I want to do. I could still feel this bit of resistance for quite a long time. Um, this like little resistance coming up in me around, uh, I think around control and um, the the fear of losing complete autonomy of my own life if I was to weave it so intimately with a group of other people. Mm. And so that was something that I was kind of personally working through um that that whole time until the point where we started actually landing it, okay, let's make this happen. From here, what what paperwork do we need to do? What research, what background things do each of us need to do individually in order to make this more of a reality and starting to take those steps into action from dreaming. Mm. And so when I got to that point, I really had to, I guess, confront that in myself and, um, and really check what I wanted. And um, I'm just so, so glad that I listened to what was lighting me up and what was where where the joy was um, rather than listening to that, that fear or the part of me that wanted to control um, because now I find myself here in, in my home with seven beautiful friends. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, and all, all, already um, it sounds like that—that that shadow work that is already already happening with the decision to come into a space together. And yeah, it's interesting having um, listening to you say having your autonomy. And then realising that perhaps, I don't know if this is true, but when you take on that responsibility of coming together, you can actually find more freedom and autonomy within that space. Have you found that as well?
0: Absolutely. Um, In more ways than one, too. Um, So firstly, obviously, being responsible for our own space and the choices we make in it is a huge sense of autonomy, mm. um, you know, getting to choose if we want to paint a mural on the side of the house or if we want to uh, build a garden or um, knowing that we can use the space in ways that aren't necessarily traditional ways of using a house. Yeah. Um, and we haven't gone particularly far out in any direction yet, but who knows, it definitely could. Um, we're we're open to to dreaming and to changing and to doing things differently, and then I think I think living with so many people in an environment that is so much more high stakes than just renting where you can get up and run away when things get hard um, it's like having seven mirrors held up to me all the time mm. and i think um the process of living together and working through some of the challenges that have come up for me has been like an unlearning of everything that the world teaches us around control and power and uh competition um and I think for a really long time I've known that I want to live in a different way and I've been practicing different ways of becoming more aware of myself and been examining my shadow aspects but really like there's nothing like being put in a high-stakes group environment to really bring it all to the surface Um, and yeah I've I've definitely noticed those kind of those pieces of myself kick in especially early on in the process uh, where things were less certain and I guess COVID was just starting to kick in just a few months after we moved into the house um, it's pretty much a year since we moved into the house next week the 9th of february will be one year wow. so it's quite fortuitous timing to to get to be doing this reflection Yeah. Wow. um yeah but i think uh there's been times over the last year where I've definitely noticed my um, protective and my survival and my defensive mechanisms kick, kick in. And I haven't always been good at communicating what's been happening for me or what I need. Um, maybe because of some kind of lack of trust that it'll be well received. Um, or that it would threaten my sense of safety or my sense of belonging in the group. Um But especially in the last kind of four, five months, the work that we've been doing together to create a sense of safety and sharing things that are hard or sharing conflict or bringing things to the surface so that they're not just kind of bubbling away underneath uh, has been incredible. Yeah, I'd
1: love you to walk to walk through what processes and what you've implemented within the home space to navigate these these emotional and like interpersonal relate, relating and individual stuff that comes up so what what do you guys do like a week, like a weekly gathering or yeah mm.
0: Well, our process our processes are very much still in development. Uh, I'll be completely transparent about that. In fact, last week at our weekly meeting, we decided to throw out the plan for the weekly meeting entirely and try a new experiment for the next month. Mm-hmm. Um, but up until then, so essentially for the last whole year, every Tuesday has been our weekly gathering um, where we have gathered together to check-in first, um, we have kind of general announcements for the house, so we check in and get a chance to understand emotionally, um, how everybody's, and, and energetically, how everybody is showing up, and how everybody's week's been that we might not have seen, um, and yeah, then general announcements, things that are kind of coming up in the house that, um, You know, it might just be a request of the group or it might be something that somebody's excited to build or implement that they want to check if there's any enthusiasm on. Um, And then any other kind of bigger topics that we need to discuss or that we need to make decisions around. Um, And that process has been really beautiful and it's served us in lots of ways but we just started to realize that the kind of admin side of it was feeling too heavy and taking over. Um, and we think where we're at, at the moment, well, I, I don't want to speak for everybody else. I think that where we're at at the moment is um, deepening our connection with each other, mm. you know, after a year of living together and that That kind of group dynamics idea of of how groups form and then storm and then and then finds the norm in that and and how they interact, I feel like we've kind of been through a lot of the understanding each other in deeper ways and understanding our behaviors and our values and our needs and how they all interact to kind of weave together this um yeah this this narrative of how we're living. Um, And now we're at the point where there's a deeper trust because we've been through some things and we've shown up. So when it's been hard and everybody has bought just this, yeah, what feels to me like a really incredible sense of courage and honesty and depth, Um, that means that we can now – I guess, start to create a a new, create something new from what we've learned over the last year. So the experiment for the next month is um, actually just getting together and using the the time on a Tuesday night that we've all dedicated to being together to do something connective. And because there's four couples, a different couple will organise the activity and host the activity, facilitate the activity for the group each week. So I'm excited to find out what that will be. Um, and then we've identified another uh, really important connection point for us all is uh, over kai, around the dinner table, over food. Um, we all cook and eat together and uh, each couple takes two nights a week to cook. So we all gather together around the dinner table in the evenings and talk about our day. And it's just consistently filled with laughter. Like even if there's, you know, even if someone's having a hard time or someone's, even if everybody in the house is having a hard time, there's always something to laugh about
1: Mm. over
0: sharing food. Mm. Um, So that's been just absolutely like vital to us this year. And I think, I think that is some, something I do feel really confident um. And, and that we all share that view
1: I think it's so beautiful to really explore the space that you're in as an experiment mm. and how that is so brave to take it upon yourselves to have this experimental space and yeah I'm just like in such awe and respect and reverence to what you guys are doing. Really. It's so beautiful. When you, when you started coming together, did you have the support from your family members? Were they something or did you have to kind of like really like hold yourself in this like first chapter of bringing, bringing your dream alive? Um.
0: I mean each of us has comes from different families with you know different beliefs and different thoughts Um, but overall I think we were really well supported. Um, I know um, myself personally I was incredibly well supported. My family was really excited for me. Um, I was able to borrow some money from my family to put towards the mortgage which meant that I pay less interest while I pay my family back um so I'm yeah I feel incredibly grateful for that and incredibly grateful in general to feel the support of my family behind me mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah
1: and I and I know that uh recently this year yeah, man, this year has been so intense. Like, I can't even believe that COVID has like happened to you guys on the first year that you've moved into a home. <laughs> and I remember having a chat with you about about it, and you said, "We go as slow as the last person." We mm. go. As, what, what, how did you phrase that?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that that kind of comes from like when you're tramping as a group as well and yeah. you um, you can't just leave the last person behind yeah. and there's always going to be issues or decisions in the house that one of us cares about more and or some of us care about more and that'll be different for each decision depending on how it relates to each person's values um, and so I think we've still got a long way to go in terms of nailing our decision making. That's something that we're all really keen to work on um, and put some time towards, but something that we have been really good at, or we've become good at, we've become better at. (laughs) And as part of how we always want to be operating is to not just leave anybody behind. Mm -hmm. So make decisions together and take the time that that takes
1: um
0: especially with the big decisions
1: and and it feels like individually you all have um a deep sense of responsibility for yourself and Mm -hmm. and then and then that is like a, a value that's held within the space for you to make these big decisions and I guess resentment not building up when one person is slower because you know and you know you know them and you know within them is that deep sense of responsibility and that they're just like actually doing their best to contribute mm-hmm. to be the best that they can. Does that is would you say that's correct?
0: Yeah, I, that really resonates
1: with me. Mm. It's so beautiful, and I also know that you have had a birth this year as well. Yes. Can you can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely.
0: Um, so we uh, have been in the incredibly privileged position of um, having Jody and Rupert bring Magnolia Jean Snook into the world. Um, so Nola is five and a half months old now, uh, and she's kind of our first experience of what it is to live in an intergenerational house and that's something that all of us have named in some way or another is important and that we'd like to grow Mm. Uh, so we'd love to also have you know have it as a space where our friends and our families and our parents and our grandparents feel welcome to come Mm. um but Yeah, it's been incredible. Jodie and Rupert are incredible parents and the trust that they have put in all of us just uh, blows my heart open. Um, It's so special to feel trusted with such a precious life. Um, And, you know, I know that there's times where probably actually they would just love to snuggle her up to themselves, but they're always just passing her around and sharing her with the group and... Um, sharing her milestones and uh, the stories about what's happened with her during the day Um, and it's been so special and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to learn and then on the other side of that I think the rest of the group has done a beautiful job of rallying around them and supporting them in the ways that we can and um we've uh invited them to take a break from kind of the cooking roster during this time so that we can cook for them and do what we can do to help them out as parents so that they can uh, give Nola the time and the care and the love that she needs um so yeah it's been a really beautiful two-way giving and receiving uh relationship I feel
1: has it I can I, I can just only feel that the experience of magnolia entering your space has given like a deeper purpose to what what you're actually doing like at the beginning it wasn't about you know paying a landlord rent and then you have this experience of life and you're like wow this is actually why we did this you know this it you know i I feel if you, you tap into like, you know, the indigenous tribes, it's it's always been about the future generations. Mm. And yeah, i I think it's just like, it's just the greatest thing to have a child raised in a conscious home with conscious beings that are there to support both the child and the parent, because we're all such energetic, they're energetic sponges. And to even have that sense of their parents being supported during this time is so profound mm. with so many young mothers and fathers you know the first few months of childhood and of of, char- of having a child is really intense and mm. the fact that each of you have each other to bring life into the world is just so amazing mm. yeah um, that brings me into like another another space of what what kind of like rules do you have in the home around the consumption of uh, alcohol and drugs? Hmm, it's a really good question. Um, we
0: we don't actually have any set rules. Mm. Um, I guess other than. There's no set rules. I guess there's a set understanding of not doing anything that feels unsafe to anyone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and maybe there's no set rules because it hasn't felt like a problem yet. So maybe if it was to, maybe if it was to kind of feel like a, a problem or a, a something that was out of balance, um, then we would need to make some agreements about it. Yeah.
1: That's really, really amazing. Mm. thank you Mm. you, it's a really good question (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's interesting you know when when starting community and 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 I guess because all of you know each other and are at the same the same level in your life that you know you're not going to be hanging out with alcoholics or you know it's just not going to be a reality for you to even enter that space with someone that you didn't fully trust or resonate with their life experience and what they chose to consume Mm -hmm. do
0: you have like at any point in time you know any one of us could experience a really challenging time and and um turn to alcohol or to to drugs as a way of managing that and that would be really hard and if that were to happen we would have to kind of um we'd have to work that out as it as it happened yeah Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to, um, to be open to things changing and to um, be aware that circumstances can, can change in an instant and that can change dynamics and relationships and then we have to find another new way um, mm. forward in the experiment. So, yeah, thank you for, for bringing that question. Okay. It serves as a really good reminder.
1: Yeah, pleasure. Do you have a set of values that you guys have as like pillars or anchors in how you approach your life in in the house?
0: We haven't named a set of values or pillars um, and that's a piece of work that I'd personally really like to do. Um, We've done some work in sharing our personal values um, and the ways and, and understanding a bit more about the ways that those can relate to each other, looking for the crossover there. Um, And we recently uh, took a day uh, over a couple of weekends ago to run a bit of a strategy session around um, kind of where we're at now, where we'd like to, what what our dreamscape is in the future, kind of different ways of getting there and then some actions along the way and we didn't quite get all the way there, so that's a piece of work that we really want to continue to do. We have a full day weekend booked out to go and stay at um jody's batch um, in a couple of, in a in a month a month or so's time um and so we want to finish that piece of strategy work and I'm really hoping that we can do some values and uh continuation of that shared visioning
1: yeah I love that you I'm assuming this this where you're going is somewhere in nature that you're going to be yeah yeah it's beautiful yeah by the beach yeah and I (laughs) and I know that once you had decided to to purchase the house you all went on a week-long camping trip Mm. and I love that you choose to do these these processes and these like deep reflective experiences held in nature Mm. and I love that nature is such a deep part of your connection to each other and where yeah where you choose to explore these spaces you just mentioned um you had like a vision of like a dream a dreamscape and that was my next question of is there something that anchors you when the personal matters do happen that helps you move beyond it because you're working towards something greater? Mm. Uh,
0: I think something that came up a lot last week for everyone and resonates for me in a really deep way last week when we, when <laughs> we did our strategy session um, and is something that we've spoken about before as well is the idea of creating a blueprint that feels accessible Uh, Are stepping out of the ordinary way of living in a way that feels accessible to people who um, might be really put off by the idea of a larger intentional community. Mm. Um, So something that people can look to and think I could actually make that happen. I could actually do that for myself Um, and leading the way in, in, having other options for how we relate and how we live and how we, I guess, take up space on the planet um, and the environment with resources and how we can um, actually have the space or have the opportunity to own land or own property when we might not be high income earners I know that's true for myself anyway I had never thought that owning a house would be something that I would do, I'd kind of just written it off as not a possibility for me um, and I, th- I imagine there's many other people like that, uh, like me out there especially um, in Aotearoa there is, there is uh, I guess the news calls it a housing crisis here where it is really hard to um purchase property and purchase um land yeah
1: it's such a yeah it's such a fascinating time on the planet because it's like you know you guys are doing an alternate thing by coming together and and purchasing a house but the reality is that it's the circumstances of our financial situation globally Mm. also you know making this less of a an alternative and more of a like a well this is the only way we can even have a house you know people coming together which is really cool because it's bringing it's bringing people back together after that The the society being you know have your own house have your own job do the best that you can do in life get ahead of everyone and 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 and, and have that egoic state of mind within society and then I feel at the moment with the energy of the planet and what's going on, we're being really asked to question our role within community, mm-hmm. not in society. And, you know, in society we can be this and that and whatever, but in community when you're actually serving, it's an act of service, whatever that you're doing. It's like, wow, where, where in me and where in my soul do mm-hmm. I serve my people and my planet? it's a whole new restructuring and rethinking and a whole new thought process to take on and I think we're being forced now to to enter this space and I think it's yeah again it's why I wanted to speak to you because people are going to need to know what to do and it's really cool that you know there's You know people can reach out and kind of connect to you and do you are you in contact with any other intentional communities similar to yourself where you've ever crossed ideas or had a big laugh about similar experiences
0: we haven't yet we haven't uh I mean we have lots of friends who flat who live in really intentional ways Mm. um so can relate to that way of living in in bigger homes and um, with, yeah, with more conscious ways of living than what might be common practice. Um, But we haven't reached out to any other um, bigger communities or haven't, uh, I personally haven't anyway spoken to anybody else who has been in the situation of co co-ownership of a house um I think there are people in there's definitely bigger communities in New Zealand and there's definitely groups who have bought together in smaller houses but I haven't actually heard of any other groups as big as ours that have uh, I guess bought together in this way Mm. um if anyone's out there and wants to chat, I'd love to chat. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but yeah, we haven't um, haven't yet. We we haven't really followed any um, existing structures, and actually, it's only been in the last probably couple of months for me that I've even been looking into what other people do and. What kind of processes there already are that we might be able to follow or borrow from we've kind of just been making it up as we go <laughs> yeah. um, which has worked really well sometimes and not so well at other times
1: and 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 you've been able to to kind of do that organic let let that happen organic organically because I know you're a leader in your community, you're a yoga teacher and a, and you also teach teachers
0: mm.
1: um, so. Would you say that already your 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 family ha- had a set of conscious skills to be able to organically produce these processes?
0: Yes. Yeah, I think between us, um, we're incredibly lucky. We all have really different skills. Um, there's lots of people in the group who are really capable facilitators and then there's people who are incredibly practical and... Um, amazing organisers, actioners, questioners. Um, Yeah, we're we're really lucky to be able to pull on the resources of the whole group. Yeah. Um, I definitely, (laughs) it definitely would feel like an insurmountable mountain to do something like this on my own. I mean, you can't do it on your own, but to do all of the organising and the actioning and the making it happen.
1: Can you, can you let me know can you let us know what what you all do what what what's the diversity within your space
0: yeah um in terms of i get in terms of work or just in terms of what we bring or a bit of both
1: a bit of both yeah
0: cool. okay um so i'll start with um I'll start with Charlotte, who was the the person who kind of offered the idea in the first place. She is a lawyer um, and, as I mentioned, incredible uh, actioner of ideas into reality and gatherer of the troops. Um, And she can, you know, she'll think of something and then she'll just go out there and work out how to make it happen. Um, And she's... Her her practice of law is really incredible too. She, um, that's a whole other story, but she's not your average lawyer. Um, she's definitely a lawyer for the people. Mm. Um, we have Mike, who is a teacher. He's a teacher at uh, Polytech. He teaches art and design and is incredibly creative and uh, very funny and just a strange old character who um, <laughs> who we all love very deeply. <laughs> um, he, he brings a lot of laughter to me personally. Um, uh, we have Grania, who Grania and I actually work together, which has been a really incredible um, thing to navigate with lots of challenges and so much growth and... Um, that's feeling like a really uh, beautiful relationship where we've both learned a lot through the kind of mirror that we offer to each other. Um, so we both work for an organization called Collaborate and we run uh, courses, uh, skills trainings that help people uh, support each other, support uh, around mental health and well-being. Um, and there's some exciting stuff in the works happening this year um, and and branching out in the offerings that we have there. Um, And Grania's, uh, I feel like Grania's like uh, both in work and at home has this incredible set of skills that I'm just so far away from having myself. Um, So it's really nice to be closely working in those spaces together. She's very good at organizing in systems and um, uh, collecting um, co- uh, collecting the data the information, but then she also has this um, other side to her, which is really uh, a deep listener she 's a really deep listener um, and has been able to uh, share a lot of her growth with the group over this year which has been really cool um and then there's Tom her partner Tom does um lighting and sound engineering it sets up for shows that kind of thing and he's um he's like a incredible designer of spaces and is so generous with his uh building and creating and uh physically making skills um, and just generous with what he I guess offers or gifts um in general but he's recently built us this amazing outdoor bath which just, like every time I get into it my mind just is blown and I'm, I, I just feel like the luckiest person in the whole world yeah. um And then we've got Rupert, who um, is the person who wrote the article that you referenced earlier. Um, Rupert is another person who uh, can be really practical and can kind of see threads of things or pull um, pull out and weave together different things that people have said or thoughts. Um, he's a great coach and he's also done some really useful mediation work for us within the house, which has been a, a skill that I've really appreciated. Um, and then there's Jody. Jody is uh, studying arts therapy at the moment and she has done a lot of work in the wellbeing space. She was one of the co-founders of the company that Grant and I now work for, which is funny. Um, but she's um, studying to be an arts therapist. Um, she's also an incredible facilitator and mediator. And she is a mama tanola. Uh, and then there's my partner, Jesse, who is a geologist or uh, it's actually not a geologist anymore. He's a, a space geodesist, um, which I can't really tell you exactly what that means. Um, but he's a he's a scientist and he's got a scientist's mind, so that comes to play in all of our interactions. He's also another uh, deep listener, and uh, he's really generous with the space that he offers to the rest of us in the house um, to be able to speak and share. Um. Yeah. And he's the key basketball player in the house. We've got a few hoops around inside the house. So (laughs) he always gets that going. And that's just like a, that feels like a very light touch on what everybody in the house offers. I feel like I could literally write pages and pages and pages of the, the gifts that each person brings to me um, and brings to the collective.
1: It feels like you're all these, like, divinely placed puzzle pieces in this, like, beautiful dynamic. Do you often just be like, wow, like, I can't believe, you know, the universe has brought us all together and that we all have these amazing skills to, to offer each other and the world?
0: Yeah. 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 So More uh, and more so, too. More and more so.
1: And it's just the beginning, like, you know, there's so much to come of, this life that you all share together.
0: Hmm.
1: Rosie, thank you so much for sharing the intimacy of your life. Hmm. And, yeah, I just really I wish you so much grace in the development of what you guys are doing and I just think you're amazing and that you're all just such incredible humans and I feel really lucky to have met you hmm. through the circumstances that we met also. And, yeah, thank you.
0: Thank you.